0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: I don't know where they are. I don't know why they're here. And I have brought this all on myself because I was a stupid, reckless little slut. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. So today we are talking to Greg Varley. If a Broadway musical was transformed into a living, breathing individual, it'd be Greg. He is the life of the party, the creator of the party, and has never heard of a dull moment. Welcome, Greg.
2: Hi, everyone.
1: Hi. Do you Welcome, Fred.
2: What- <laughs> Hi, thank you. It's so good to be here.
1: Yay. Yes, we are very happy to have you. Um, this is going to be fun. Do you guys know what... Broadway show that quote was from I do and I have an unfair advantage yeah you do have an unfair advantage it's my it makes favorite me one. think
2: Mean Girls but I don't know
1: <laughs> oh close
2: what it, Mama... it
1: I mean yeah it's Mamma Mia Damn it. yeah that is my probably my favorite musical for sure it was
2: one of the first shows I ever saw and it was one of the moments I was like oh this is gonna be a thing for the rest of my life
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes it definitely has that effect yeah. on people for sure I think So now as fans of Broadway shows
0: and plays, we thought we would bring in our resident subject matter expert, Greg Varley, and life enthusiast. We are super excited to have you on today. We're going to talk all things Broadway. We're going to bring in all of our Broadway knowledge and or fun facts. So on top of a what you should see guide when you experience
1: Broadway in its full capacity. Right, Greg? Okay,
2: perfect. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So today, yes, we're talking all things Broadway and you're going to share your top five shows. But before we get into that, I need to understand how you guys met. Cause I'm meeting you right now, Greg,
2: that could be an entire episode on its own. Yeah.
1: So you and Julie met at where I'm assuming Disney yes. at Disney. That is at correct. Disney. Okay. land of Disney. Yes. I was just there yesterday with my three children. I'm mentally exhausted, but yes, it's great. I'm going
2: literally after this filming.
1: Oh, (laughs) love it. (laughs) So fun. Okay. So what did you do at Disney?
2: I was in photo imaging. I actually started in attractions, but then came back. I came back into photo imaging and that's where I was just a wee little cast member. And Julie was my lead. And then I got to join the ranks of leads and boss around other people. It was great.
0: There was never a dull moment with Greg as a cast member and or as a lead.
2: There were many a Whitney Houston lip sync concerts in backstage areas Stopping where they should not have happened. <laughs> I used PhotoPass flashes as strobe lights for oh, said yeah. concerts. To the Walt Disney Company, I apologize for any activity that happened in the past, but I don't work there anymore, so you can't fire me.
1: (laughs) Right? My first cassette tape that was ever gifted to me in my Easter basket, of all things, was the Bodyguard soundtrack. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So I, with a hairbrush in front of my mirror, saying, I'm every woman, like you wouldn't believe. Like, I brought the house down, literally. I did that That last (laughs) night. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. You were saying a little bit how you saw... Mamma Mia. And that's kind of was that started a thing for you, but it was that where your love of musicals and Broadway began?
2: I mean, dear listener you may not be able to tell from my voice I am a homosexual man so this may come as a shock to you but
1: <laughs> yes queen
2: I, yes. <laughs> so I think inherently there's just a part of love like a love of musicals that was in me genetically but yeah one of the first like I grew up right around the season that like Mamma Mia and Hairspray really became big yes. and those were kind of the shows that really revamped what people thought Broadway could be. It went from kind of your chorus line, mom and dad musicals Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. oh, we're doing new fun things and we're pushing the envelope. And I just fell in love with it. I was (laughs) sixth grade. I was doing a science fair project in my room and my mom came in. It was probably like 5 PM. She's like, Hey, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I'm gluing pennies to a board, why? <laughs> she was like, do you wanna go see Mama Mia at the National Theater right now? And I was like, I lost my mind. And of course, like little gay Greg loved, he had all the ABBA CDs, like yes, like, the signs were clear. I asked for the best of Cher and Tina Turner albums in like fifth grade, so.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. How many times have you seen Mama Mia live?
2: Okay, so ooh, this might be polarizing. I've seen the Broadway production twice. I don't like the
1: movie. So that must mean, though, that the musical is a bazillion times better than the movie because I've never seen it live. We've only seen the movies and I'm like dying to see it live. My daughter and I, that is our thing. Mama Mia is our thing. I'm going to sing Slipping Through My Fingers when she's getting married. (laughs) It is going to be a moment, but yeah, we definitely need to see it live. And I
2: as as a general rule, I think everything is better presented through stage. Just And I'm not saying that is correct. I'm just saying for me, that's the way that I enjoy in taking art. And I also like it when theater performers are performing the work rather than a name who also can kind of sing.
1: I mean, (laughs) I feel like Meryl Streep, the age difference between her and Amanda Seyfried was not correct. I'm like, my daughter and I, we're 20 years apart. Yeah. We should have played them.
2: And like, I love every single person in that cast. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I adore every actor and actress that was, I mean, share come on. Yeah, I mean, I was it a yes, great time? Absolutely. That, yeah. but, but
1: but you're right. Like they get a name that can kind of sing and then they just like make it work.
2: Yes. And thankfully, have, have either of you seen the new West Side Story? Yes. I think they're kind of learning that like, if you put Broadway people in these roles, it will succeed. Ariana yes. DeBose won a Golden Globe for her role. And like the movie wasn't that successful, but the performances were amazing
1: the singing yes yeah. i agree oh man when it got to the maria moment and just her voice
2: can't talk about it i can, no i can't i really can't like and i
1: think that was like her first big break yeah. i've never seen her do anything before but she was
2: she went viral incredible. on her on twitter god 2019 it was after a star is born it was her in her high school auditorium singing shallow and like oh, everyone's like stop. who is this girl and then she we found out she was cast as Maria. And we're like, this this is correct. Everything is yes. coming together. Yes. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good, good, is, good. it's
1: like a choir of angels, but it's one person singing. That's that's her it voice. needs a whole
2: choir when you got one perfect angel yeah, singing. It. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what do you feel like drives your positive energy?
2: Well, like way back in the day, like middle school era, this was not the mentality. It was very pessimistic. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that came from being closeted, not being chubby, yeah. being all these things. And then there was literally a day where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I'm just going to be miserable if I keep in this mindset. And I made a conscious decision to be like, be happier. I would, yes. for a year I made myself, I, this is back in God, like 2006, back when it, like digital cameras were eight pixels and <laughs> oh, it was yes, I
1: remember what but a time to be alive. <laughs> truly
2: like, was it though? Was it? <laughs> <I know. laughs> I got a video camera for Christmas and starting January 1st, my new year's resolution was film yourself at the end of every day saying what was good that day.
1: Oh, and God. that just
2: flipped the switch in my exactly. head. Yep. No one has time to be like, why, why be upset? Why be negative? And don't get me wrong. I have my days and I have my moments, mm-hmm. but I found my life is just better. When I try and make people around me, lives better.
1: You are putting out the energy that you want to feel And it's working. It came from a place of self-healing. That's Mm -hmm. incredible to even have the self-awareness that that was like at a young age, like, oh, I need to make a change or uh, this is going to be my life.
2: And then to continue that beyond the mindset, it was like, oh, I want to do these things, but no one's doing them. And I was like, well, what is stopping me from being the person doing them? Mm
1: -hmm. So that's
2: where huge parties come from. It's where these crazy photo shoots come from. It's where these trips that are unreal. It's listen, I don't know what anyone believes and I'm not here to tell you what to believe, but I feel like I've manifested a lot of really, cool stuff in my life. And it's just by saying yes, and being open to different opportunities and the things that scare me shitless. Often are the things that I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Mm -hmm. It pushes that boundary to when you become comfortable with that, then what's the next thing that makes you uncomfortable and what's stopping you from doing
0: it.
1: Exactly. Like pushing through that, that fear, fear can just be a wall from stopping Mm you from some of the best moments of your life, you know, mm-hmm. and fear is like so intangible, but we almost make it something real. Like, this is stopping me. Actually, no, it's not. Just have either of you
2: through. heard of the last lecture? No, no, what is that? Okay. You need to either look it up on YouTube or it's a book. Um, so it was a Carnegie Mellon professor, Randy Pausch. He was diagnosed with like stage, late stage colon cancer. Long story short, when you leave Carnegie Mellon, you have your last lecture series. So it's your final out mm. lecture. Mm. But for him, it was a much more literal, this is probably your last lecture. And he wow. is, he was an idol of mine growing yeah. up. He was such an inspiration, but he had a quote that like I printed out and taped to my ceiling above my bed. That was the brick walls aren't there to keep you out. They're there to make you prove how badly you want something. Oh, wow. another one yeah. was you can't change the cards you're dealt, just how you play the hand. Looking back at it, those quotes in that book, and it's also a YouTube video, like really shaped, I think the beginning of a lot of what I've been able to accomplish. I still owe a huge amount to him in that whole book. So I recommend it. It's a great read.
1: Oh, I'm yes. going to read it. Okay, so Julie, you want to throw out some Broadway fun facts? I do. And Greg, you probably already know the answers to like half Listen, of
2: I I know a lot. I don't claim to know everything. So <laughs> if you stop me, congratulations. And I'm willing to learn.
0: Start with some fun facts here. What's the longest running show on Broadway?
2: It's got to be Phantom, right?
0: Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. And oh, yeah,
1: another sense. fun
2: fact. I don't like that show. Really?
1: I've never seen it live.
2: Um. Okay, so... This is the exception where I think the movie is better.
1: Really? Okay.
2: Yes. And, and I will also say this. Love the story. Just, I don't know if it was just a bad day. I didn't love the production. And it's like the original production. I've heard newer productions that are much more in current times are mm-hmm. way better. And I'm excited to see that. There was a production in Vegas, had amazing reviews. So I'm I'm not saying it's a bad show.
0: Okay.
2: I didn't enjoy the production I saw.
0: Okay. But you enjoyed the movie.
2: I do. It's my sister and I have this joke that like once every six years we get an urge to like watch it, and then once we watch it, we're it's out of our mind for the longest time, and then one day we'll just find ourselves humming it, and we'll text each other, be like, "Has it been six years?" We we go (laughs) on this whole thing.
1: That
0: is so funny. Okay, next fact. Do you guys know the highest-grossing production on Broadway? I'm gonna go. Is it
2: currently running, or is this of all time? Oh, Wicked. I would have to say Wicked. Yeah.
0: Lion King.
2: That was going to be my follow-up because Lion King has been on for longer than Wicked and it's still constantly sold out. Yeah. Okay. Hang it. I I knew that. Get it together, Varley.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's brought in over $1 billion in profit, which translates. It makes sense. I remember when I saw it, I've seen Kinky Boots and Lion King and Lion King brought me to tears.
1: Oh,
2: it seeing it on the Broadway stage is something special. I love a touring production. I love that it it allows people who can't necessarily make it to Broadway to see musicals, mm-hmm. but seeing a show on the stage that was built for it, yes. uh, like when Pride Rock emerges out of the stage, it's it's magic. It's absolute magic.
1: The next time you're going to go see a show, we're going with you. So yes. when, when and where? Tell us. Let's um, do this. So
2: Hades Town, which is one of my all-time favorite shows, I have a tattoo of it on my arm, is coming to the Amundsen. So if you want to go, we can go.
1: Let's do it. So here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. We are talking spoilers. So we're probably going to be mentioning a number of Broadway musicals, but the main one that we're talking about today is the cursed child. So if you haven't seen this play, we're about to ruin it for y'all. So spoiler alert given. Okay. All right. Kind sir.
0: Give us a rough guesstimate of how many shows you've seen in your lifetime.
2: You texted me yesterday and (laughs) I got out of a piece of paper and a pen. I started (gasps) writing down every show and number of times I've seen the show. That is a huge list. I've seen 58 shows for a total of about 105 actual productions.
0: Wow. That's amazing. My initial response, because I remember in December, I was just seeing all this beautiful (laughs) content of plays and shows that you had seen. In a very short amount of time. Yes. Not only was I envious, I was just like, how many did you see in December? That number was just, I was like, he has to have an annual pass for Broadway that I don't know about. that (laughs) exists."
2: I wish that was a thing. God, I wish that was a thing.
0: That'd be great. So how did you see so many shows in such a short amount of time and have a nine to five?
2: Honestly, that's, that was the most hard thing to work around <laughs> because <laughs> so the way that I got a lot of those tickets was Broadway has an amazing rush ticket policy and lottery ticket policy. So each okay. show, it has a different policy. So a lot of them will have like certain dates where you can do a digital lottery where it's now all on your phone, which is amazing. Cause back in the day you had to physically go to the theater at 10 AM mm-hmm. input your name. And then at 10 30, they would bingo bucket the names around reach in and pick it out
0: for real. Yeah, That's crazy. Oh, yeah.
2: Which honestly, back in the day was super fun because you made a whole event out of it. Like, it was like, oh, well, we did something fun, even if you didn't win. But now it's all on your phone and you can enter multiple days in advance, which is great. But because that more people enter, less chance of winning. But I lucked out and these tickets are like 35 bucks. They are affordable. And going by yourself, there are often single seats in the orchestra where they're like, there you go. Here's a $250 ticket for $35. So I was lucky enough to see eight shows, but nine actual shows. So eight productions, nine shows. It's
0: crazy. And then I had serious FOMO when I saw Mrs. Doubtfire. I did not know that was on Broadway period. Not many
2: people do. Yeah. That was one that I actually contemplated going to see. Cause I was like, I don't know, like, is it going to be too cheesy cliche? Cause I'd heard mixed reviews and again, just got a lottery ticket. I was like, you know what? Let's let's go. And it was a very fun show. Okay. I don't remember any of the songs, which is always my gauge of how much how do, it? did I enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I left glad that I went,
0: mm-hmm. but I
2: would not go see it a second time. But it was, I mean, again, amazingly talented. It just, for me, wasn't my show. The woman in front of me, however, had seen it 12 times.
1: Whoa. It was her yes. show for sure. It was
2: her show. okay, And she wanted everyone to know that she was there the night before and she's going the next night with her girlfriend. And I was like, good for you. I'm glad that this space exists for you.
1: That's funny. (laughs) Okay. So when I, I took my daughter to New York in December and we saw our first Broadway play and it was the cursed child and it was phenomenal. Number Mm -hmm. one, Okay. the actor that plays Scorpius, I'm obsessed with him. He's incredible, (laughs) but it was Uh just an experience like no other. Mm -hmm. You just, you're immersed the whole time. It was just like nothing I've ever done.
2: So you saw the one show, correct?
1: Yeah. She saw it in New York. Okay. I've seen it in London.
2: You saw the two production. Correct. Okay. I've seen both. So let's talk.
1: Yes. So my main question about this is like, what did I miss? Did I miss something from being in the one show situation?
2: This is what I'll tell you. I don't think you did, which I think tells you everything you need to know. I enjoyed the two production, but I'm not going to lie. There were moments because it was a like eight, nine hour day. It was a long day of theater. Yeah. And there were moments where I was like, okay, like I'm, I started to think about other things. It took right. me out of the world. Cause I was like, okay, let's, let's get this plot moving a little bit. Let's do these things. I couldn't tell you really what they cut, which I think is a Testament to
1: interesting to the, okay.
2: the treatment they put on it. I mean, it's still a very, it's like a three and a half hour show, the new uh, condensed one. So it's still a long show, but yeah. from what I remember, I don't think they cut anything too major. I actually enjoyed the condensed version way better.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel that like, it didn't feel like that long of a show. Yes, there's an intermission, but I didn't feel myself getting antsy or anything like that. I was just immersed.
2: So I will say with the one production, there were moments I wish they were able to spend a little bit more time on, but they kept all the main effects. They kept the main plot points. They kept everything, but Mm -hmm. in the two production, they were able to draw it out just a little bit more. But at the end of the day, I would rather wish I could see something longer than be like, okay, when it let's, let's get this yeah. moving.
0: Good argument. Cause this was the greatest debate Lauren and I have had on <laughs> plays and shows in general. Cause when she was going to New York, I was like, what do you mean? You only got one set of tickets. <laughs> And she was like, you're going to yeah. miss the
2: whole story. Yeah.
0: I was like, are you sure? Cause there's supposed to be another set. And she's like, no, there's only one look at the site. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's an American thing. Maybe it's a COVID thing. I don't know. But in London, I, I sound super bougie. Love it. Do it. Yeah. And I was just like, well, <laughs> the folks over in London, they do a two part and you're going to miss out on some stuff if you don't get your second set of tickets. And yeah. so when she saw it the night of, I was like. Did you feel like anything was missing? She's like, no, it was fine. I don't know what you're talking about. You go, what is going on here? When did, when and why did they condense it? That was what I was curious about.
2: From my understanding, kind of just reached the point where they realized they could do it. They could condense it down to a one, and to get people to buy. I mean, because back in the day, like they weren't cheap tickets. They still no. aren't cheap tickets. And to get people to buy one ticket to a show is hard enough sometimes and then to be like well you need to buy two tickets to see this show it's kind of a hard sell plus it is it's a really long day
0: I was dedicated enough to do it I was like yes I will pay that kind of. and there are the insane (laughs) people
2: like us who Mm -hmm. were and like I we did it the first time and I think they're realizing that they could condense it so the San Francisco production that's getting mounted currently is going to be the one or one show okay York is the one show now London is remaining the two show production. So you still have the opportunity if you're crazy enough to go to London, which like, why wouldn't you be Right. Uh, that (laughs) it still exists. But ultimately I liked, like, I don't think you're missing anything. And I actually enjoyed it better. And again, just my opinion.
1: (laughs) No, that's fine. I really need to go see Mama Mia and whenever that comes around again, but I feel like I need to see it with you, Greg.
2: So like, this isn't a spoiler, but the end is literally just a dance party and a concert. Like everyone stands up, there's lights going, like, it's just a big sing along. (laughs) It was like that moment. I was like, this is the most fun thing because I just watched this story take place in front of me. And now... They're including the audience in this moment. So it just brought you in even further, but it's that weird fourth wall breaking where it's like, I know this is a show, but you suspend your belief for that long to be like, yes. but now I'm a part of it.
1: Yes. I, oh my gosh, you need to do this. And my daughter, she's 17. So it needs to happen before. Well, she's still 17 because, yeah. you know, <laughs> dancing queen, yeah, you know, gotta. that whole thing. We got to make this happen. So. Mm-hmm.
2: so, Hey, go support your local theater. Like without local theater, yes. we don't have Broadway. So yeah. Right. Go, go have fun.
1: Top five shows that you have to see
0: in New York when on Broadway.
2: So we're talking current shows that are there. Sure. Okay. My number one right now is Hadestown. It's been there for, I mean, it won the Tony prior to everything shutting down. I'm still a sucker for D. Evan Hansen. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I say go. Okay. God. Oh, company, a new production of company just came in. It is insane. Matt Doyle needs every award for his portrayal of Jamie go see Chris child oh my god go see Chris child and then yes. what it just got announced today that kimberly akimbo went from off broadway it's coming to a full broadway run we don't know many details about it but it got rave reviews off broadway and i'm very excited to see where it goes
0: nice exciting stuff that's a good all right nice.
2: thanks and that's not even talking about past productions i have way more favorite shows but go see those
0: <laughs> yay okay all right are we ready for some rapid fire
2: oh god yes is this about broadway or about me or the world
1: All of it. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Favorite show or play you've seen on the West Coast?
2: Dear Evan Hansen. Why not? On the West Coast. Yeah. All
1: right. Favorite
0: Broadway show or play character that you've cosplayed as?
2: Mort Stiefel from Spring Awakening.
1: Awesome. Okay. What are the three must-have elements for The Perfect Party?
2: Oh, my God. Me. Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number one. Agree. Greg.
2: For The Perfect Party, I would say... If you can get a DJ, get a DJ professionally, like a playlist is fine. But if you can have someone who can ebb and flow with the vibe of the party, get one. I mean, if you're over 21, having a bar always (laughs) helps. And then honestly, three, a good photo location, like spend a little extra time because those pictures are gonna be the things that you think about. So those are the three.
1: That's
0: awesome. Okay, dude. Kind sir. Yes. Can you explain (laughs) <laughs> the overall concept of Broadway bedroom or bedroom. Broadway. Oh, dear God.
2: We're throwing it back. Yes. <sighs> okay. So back in the day, I lived in a little tiny studio apartment and I was working constantly. And when I work hard, I need some sort of creative outlet. And that creative outlet became this stupid little series on my Instagram called Broadway bedroom. And <laughs> oh, I was cleaning my room and I found like, you know that thing when you clean and then you just end up like trying on all the things that you found and like playing around with all the things you're like, oh, I forgot I have this. Let's spend 30 minutes in a tiara. <laughs> so it came from that and it evolved into sometimes large productions with dry ice and projections. And this <laughs> it is the amazing. Whole thing. So it was condensed versions. They kind of were TikToks before TikTok
1: mm-hmm.
2: of Broadway moments where I played every character with like a budget of $10 per show so <laughs> it was a lot of like oh yeah they I think they still live on my Instagram but okay, they were just really this. fun and I, I did Phantom I did your Hanson, I did Spongebob I did Mean Girls Spring Awakening Book of Mormon a whole bunch of different ones <laughs> and I would have like two days off and I'd be like okay well Thursday is going to be the Broadway bedroom day because I was just <laughs> <laughs> like there were wigs, there was makeup, there was costume changes. It was, it was a lot, but it's fun. I think it still lives on my stories.
0: What's a fandom that you want to come to Broadway?
2: That's a great question. I mean, anyone that watched Hawkeye, I think we all would like to see Rogers the musical. <laughs> yes. but this is okay. This is a great question because as a general rule, I like to keep IPs out of Broadway. I think oh, it is, okay. some, I, I think it can be a divisive mm-hmm. money grab where it's just like, we're going to do this. And time after time, I proved myself wrong because I walked in to Shrek the Musical. We got student tickets for like $25. And we we're like, this is going to be so stupid and so <laughs> bad. We had the best time. We were laughing the hardest in the entire theater. It was in SpongeBob the Musical. Also, we were like, this is going to be so dumb. It's one of the most creative productions of theater I've ever seen. That just happened to be centered around a children's show.
1: <laughs> you know what they need to do hmm. is in Monsters Inc. When Mike Wazowski is like, put, put that, that thing, thing back, where back, back where it came from. Came from so, so,
2: help me, me. so help me, so help me. That, that needs me. to be
1: the musical. <laughs> I would
2: love that. I think a Marvel themed one would be awful, and I need to see it.
1: Shits Creek
0: musical,
2: maybe.
1: Starring Greg Varley as David. No,
2: absolutely not. <laughs>
1: uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, you could for sure be him. Yeah, for uh, sure be him.
2: I did a whole week of shit. Yeah. On Instagram where I did every character is. you,
1: yeah. Greg.
2: I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. But no, I, I'm going to turn that roll down. Somebody else can do it better than me. <laughs> what are your yeah. two favorite shows? I'm going to flip the script and ask the host a question. Oh, or what are, what's a show that you really want to see that you've never seen?
0: I mean, I do want to see Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: I had you gave me serious FOMO.
2: It's it's a fun show. It's a fun show.
0: Yeah.
1: I obviously need to see Mama Mia. Of course. For sure and i want to see chicago
2: (gasps) oh okay i've actually never seen it because i don't feel the need to oh
1: because the movie was so good because the
2: movie is perfect
1: is it okay
2: have you never seen the movie
1: no i've seen the movie Uh, oh okay i was like
2: we'll start there uh no catherine (laughs) zeta jones renee zellweger and queen latifah are you kidding me
1: Uh, like yeah perfect
2: Mm -hmm. plus it's been on for broadway for so long it's like what stunt actor do they have cast right now like they had Nicole uh, Scherzinger oh. playing the role so it's, it's very like who can we get to play these roles that will get people back in the theater
1: mm. Okay. And I'm
2: like I'm not here for stunt casting like good for you and I'm glad someone gets to see someone that they've never seen before but like I'm okay
1: well then okay. if if not Chicago then for sure Wicked <sighs> oh yeah I see
2: my brother my heterosexual brother has seen <laughs> Wicked I believe 32 times
1: what yeah that's He's amazing. a little obsessed that is so funny Well I'm sure you've had some kind of influence on him a little bit
2: a little bit <laughs> like the no,
1: brainwashing he, began early kind of
2: no yeah I guess I did kind of get him in the theater for the first time but hey he got me turned on to Hadestown so it, it's a two-way street we we share our favorite shows and they they slowly become each other's favorite
1: um okay so this was really fun. thank this you so, so fun, much dude. for coming on our show you' Thanks are just having me. I mean you're just a dream. Where can yes. we find you on the interwebs?
2: At G S Varley. That's V as in Victor, A R L E Y. Everywhere on socials. I don't have a TikTok. I'm lame. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Well, you go have fun at Disneyland and just thank you. Girl, your little heart out and uh, we I will love you. Thank you so much. For yes, being on. this was so much fun, dude. We thank you, ladies. This is so
2: fun.
1: And now it is time with the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original, custom-made, fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form. With prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more, you are sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. We are offering 10% off our Etsy store with the code FANGIRL. The link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls
0: podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on, on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach
1: more people. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all the latest episodes. We love hearing from you, so connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the Fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called The Fangirls' Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms all the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time.